Next on Romanian FinTech podcast, uh, we meet a, a serial entrepreneur who is passionate about innovation in FinTech ecosystem, especially in payments. We have the honor to have as our guest today, Mr. Adrian Cihi, who is co-founder of Pago, uh, a Romanian FinTech uh, company, which has been set up uh, four years ago, uh, in exactly in 2017, more expressively. We will try to cover uh, with Adrian today uh, a different uh, a type of company that uh, we have accommodated you so far. I mean, a more mature company who is already in the stage of uh, developing um, its business outside Romania. In Romania, Pago is the number one uh, utility bills uh, application, uh, payments application, uh, having more than 250,000 um, already customers who are using it on a daily basis. Welcome, Adrian, and thank you for being today with us. Hi, yeah, thank you for inviting me. Uh, Adrian, as uh, we have previously discussed, our objective here in, uh, in the Romanian Tinder podcast is to make our audience uh, accommodating with our members, which are in different stage of development. Pago, from our point of view, is already a mature company, being active on the Romanian market for more than four years, being number one utility bill payers uh, through a payment application, with more than 250,000 customers. What, uh, what are the ingredients of such a success in so few, in such a short period? Uh, I, I think it could have been shorter still than uh, <laughs> what it took us to get here. It, if you ask me, it took us too long, but in the end it matters where we are, not so much how long it took. Um, ingredients, I think, you need to solve a problem that has a big audience or there is a big market for a product that solves that problem so in our case the problem we identified is the the manual process of paying utility bills so you know this uh, monthly ritual whereby you collect all the, the the bills from the post box from the email some you receive by sms now um, and then you have to kind of keep track of when everything needs to be paid, what is paid, what not. And then if you pay for multiple locations for like a rented place or for your parents, grandparents, I don't know, for the office, <clears throat> then it, it gets even more complicated. So yeah, with Pago, we, the initial idea was to, <clears throat> sorry. To, to build an app that uh, automates this entire process to the point where now in Pago, you can pay as many bills as you have in just a few seconds. Everything is there. You just need to confirm that you want to pay which ones you have to, which ones you want to pay with what card, and then it's, then it's done. So finding a problem, um, I think also finding the right partners <clears throat> for us, especially for a B2C company like us, um, it's very difficult to to start and to find the funds for marketing especially which is a big expense without partners we were lucky to have initially mastercard then uh, now visa also banca transylvania as partners 
So that's also important. And then, you know, the rest, I guess it's execution to, to carefully watch your cash flow. So you don't go overboard with expenses uh, or if you want to accelerate to make sure you have funding for that. A lot of hard work, I think in the first two, three years, both me and Alex, and then the other members of the team, we, we, we worked a lot, you know, 12 hour days, 14 hour days, weekends, you know, just to, to get the product going to and put it, to put it on the market, yeah. to put it on the market. So it's a few ingredients you need to put together. <laughs> a few more, I, I may say. And, uh, and this is uh, actually, you know, when you are talking like this after su such a period when the, when the product is uh, for so many time uh, living in the market and uh, not only that, being very successful, it sounds easy, but I'm sure uh, indeed uh, there was a lot of... Uh, hard work behind um I, what i i am really impressed uh, listening to you now uh, how did you convince all these big names like uh, mastercard visa banca transylvania which for our listeners we have to say that is number one bank in, in romania to to join you in such a partnership i think we were lucky what we were doing was also on their agenda so for mastercard and visa this use case of bill payments is a it's a very interesting market for them because in in most countries in europe not just in romania uh, bill payments are not made by card in romania majority are still uh, made by cash in other countries by uh, bank transfer but it's a huge market in terms of value in romania for example around 10 billion euros or the value of annual bill payments is, is 10 billion euros, which, okay. you know, if, if we look at mm -hmm. total spending online with cards, mm -hmm. uh, I think in 2020 was around seven point something billion euros. So from this bill payments market, if you can move one, two, three percent to card is like moving the entire market one, two, three percent to card. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, and this is the case in in other countries as well. So, mm -hmm. um, they they are willing to you know partner with with companies like us and to support companies like like us to you know to move as much volume as possible to cart. Which in the end, this is their you know KPI. This is their their business, right? Yep. Right. Uh, I think that you are among few companies in Romanian fintech association, which is actually a B two B two C fintech. Because you're, um, in order to to provide such a service, you have to do first uh, the contact with the utility provider. Correct. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is very important when you offer an app like ours to have as many utility companies as possible we have close to 400 now in pago wow. which as far as we can tell is probably all the utility companies in in romania um mm -hmm. unless there are some new ones created this week i think i think that's all of them <laughs> um, and yeah it's it's a process where um we went with several methods of course you have the 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 classic method of trying to sign contracts with them and we have contracts with a few of them 
but the partnership with Banca Transylvania was key here because uh, they already had contracts with close to 70 suppliers when we launched the app and we basically signed a partnership with Banca Transylvania whereby we become what's called an agent of agent, the bank yes. uh, on those mm -hmm. contracts so you know with one partnership we we added 70 suppliers and those are the the big uh, main suppliers even today around 93 percent of payments in pago are made to those uh, suppliers the rest up to 400 it's you know a long tail of smaller local suppliers which are just as important uh, we 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 have a saying if you have to pay one bill using another method it's not good enough because it's not the experience we want to offer and this is why uh, uh, yeah we, we we tried to add as many as possible and we also have this option in the app where if you have a, a bill from a supplier we don't have yet you can send us a photo of, of this bill and in two three days we add the possibility to make the payment and then we contact wow. the supplier and try to you know uh, make the connection so we take the bills automatically and so on wow this is really nice because you are in this way you engaging your final customer in order to to give you feedback wherever the uh, the extension of the application is not to is not to having the latest uh, utility suppliers i do remember yeah. that uh, being your customer of course um, sometime of uh, of my grandma country house we had the possibility to connect to to gas and uh, water supply and of course there was a local supplier there and uh, I said, uh, well, shall I look into Pardo first? Because definitely at my bank, <laughs> there is not such. A, I, 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 of, of course, I can do a payment order by copying the IBAN number and so on and so forth. But uh, let me see it. And I was really surprised that I already have seen uh, that, uh, that supplier into your, uh, into your application. And I said to my, my family, look. Pardo is the best, just use it. And uh, that was actually in 2019 when I uh, bought to my parents a smartphone for the first time. And from that on, my father always used his pension card only for Pardo in order to be there and be sure that he doesn't have to go to any queue to pay his bills. <laughs> So yeah, it's one great. of your that's your, your big fun uh, big fun onto this, and I was wondering if uh, there is some kind of uh, I don't know communication message that you have uh, developed alongside because uh, of course uh, uh, some of the most useful marketing tool is by is by recommendation. This is what I have done in case of my uh, my father. But uh, how did you transmit the message, this message encouraging your customers to, to bring you updates if there is a, such a utility or uh, that you don't cover in order to, to, to cover it, just send us a message so on so on and we will do for you. How, how did you transmit this message? It's really, uh, really nice. And I wasn't aware of it, I, I have to say it. Yeah, this is in the app. So when you when you search in the list of suppliers that we have, mm -hmm. if you type a name that is not, uh, we, we have this uh, autocomplete uh, option. So while you type, if the list goes empty, the empty state, as we call it for that list, 
is actually a mm -hmm. message. We don't have this supplier, but we can add them in a couple of days. Here is a button to add a photo. And then you press the button, you take a photo of the bill and this goes to our development team and then we add the supplier. Really simple and uh, fast. I'm, I, I am, yeah. uh, I am really, <laughs> I'm really curious. I, I will try more. But from yeah, that this, moment... this worked very well. Uh, I mean, I think yeah. we launched this in 2019, February, something like this. Um, mm -hmm. And in, in one month, we had over 100 new suppliers just from this wow. uh, method. Yeah. This feature, this feature yeah. and this method. So yeah. this is kind of, a, let's say, a, a lesson to transmit to our, uh, our listeners. If you want to set up really such a company acting in a B2B2C uh, field, don't forget to ask your final customers what they would like to see in your app there, because if you can ask it, you will receive it also an answer and then you can act, of yeah. course. I am really curious how many uh, people were in your uh, in your team when you started and uh, how many are now When we started I think the first team was six people it was uh, me Alex my co-founder and then we had the uh, iOS developer Android developer backend developer and uh, uh, a girl for design a colleague on design uh, and now we are close to 30 and we actually started uh, uh, a recruitment campaign. We have uh, 20 positions that we would like to fill in the next six months. Um, of those, I think eight are open right now and we're looking to open a few more next week. So we are, uh, we are in full recruitment mode right now. I see. So a big step, uh, let's, uh, let's say uh, to our listeners that uh, last week you have announced uh, a change in, uh, in the um, uh, stakeholders of Fargo, uh, marking, of course, uh, first successful exit from Banca Transylvania to a, new, to, no, to a new investor partner, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Exactly. Uh, Banca Transylvania sold their majority stake in our company in Romania uh, to a fund called Mosaic Investments. It's a local fund set up a couple of years ago with uh, with very big ambitions uh, of of looking for interesting companies. Um, and we also have a company in Poland where. Um, we, we, we use this company for the international expansion. So the company in Romania was only for the Romanian operations. And in fact, this was a structure which was not so easy to digest, let's say for VCs that we were talking with. And this is where this need came to, to consolidate uh, the two companies into one, which is basically what we are doing now. We will set up a holding company most likely registered in uh, in Austria, in Vienna, where uh, the, the new investor is also headquartered in, in Vienna, the new fund. Um, and this holding will hold our company in Romania and in Poland. So then, you know, th this makes the structure much easier to understand. Uh, and for our future rounds, I think it will be, it will be easier to just discuss you know, what we do and the business and the prospects, not the corporate structure, which was a bit of a 
complicated one for us before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to to say to our listeners that uh, Adrian has a background as an investment banker, and I am sure that it was uh, really really appreciated uh, through the years uh, in uh, in ensuring the, the the whole corporate structure of uh, uh, of Paro. Because uh, among the ingredients of sales and tech and marketing, uh, having somebody running through the finance, I'm sure <laughs> many of the of the entrepreneurs in Romania should try to find such a, such a partner. Uh, I do remember that uh, while I was also in in the banking system as a banker, but acting more on the retail part, I have to say. All the time when I was meeting uh, small and medium companies, uh, all the time they were asking us why they don't understand the um, uh, accounting forms coming from their accounting because they didn't understand basic things like why the cash in the bank is not the cash that the, the accounting was uh, showing to them on, on the balance sheet and so on and so forth. <laughs> so uh, uh, really, really nice. And uh, again, um, I, th- I think that among the ingredients, if we have to turn back a little bit uh, at the beginning of uh, our interview, is the fact that you were having most probably uh, complementary skills when you founded Pardo in order to put all the, the bricks uh, necessary to build up the company. Yeah, that's true. That's true. With with Alex, uh, we, we complement each other very well. But... I think in when you when you start a new company you have okay some skills you bring to the table but there's always others missing where you need to learn quickly so you know for us for example the the marketing part and PR and and this this kind of things we we did not have at the beginning and we had to kind of learn ourselves also, also customer support um and yeah I think this is true for all startups it's it's good to have a diversified skill set in the founders but it's very difficult to cover everything from the beginning mm-hmm. uh, since we arrived at this stage when uh, you were talking about uh, already of a new stakeholder what would be your recommendation for founders which are looking for raising new rounds of investment at least um, for the ones which are in a pre-seed or seed phase which types mm-hmm. of um, investors should they look at? Uh, which uh, which which should be the the process? Stru- how sh- the process should be structured uh, in order to ensure themselves that they uh, are attracting the right partners for for increasing their businesses. Um, I think in in this period, you know, with with the growth in the startup ecosystem in Romania, there's there's a few more options maybe than what we had back when we started. So this is good. You know, there there's more uh, angel investors, more VCs, more acceleration programs that are are helping startup get, uh, startups get off the ground. Um, my recommendation would be to meet as many as possible. I think. Um, most are willing to meet uh, without, uh, you know, much details. As long as you have something going on and and a, a pitch deck that you can present, uh, they they will meet you for the first time. Um, and 
one advice from me would be to to check the chemistry with with the with the investors i think this is hugely important uh, you may feel like you are the startup and they are the investor and somehow they are choosing you but you should also be choosing them it's just as important because with these people you will be working for the next years and they will be either directing what you do or helping in what you do and that's a that's a huge difference and i think unfortunately there's still investors in romania and maybe other the other vcs looking at romania who i don't know they they try to influence too much the 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 direction of the startup too early uh, one thing i i noticed there's there's discussions where there's a lot fewer questions and a lot more advice and the advice when it comes too early i don't think it's it's the right chemistry you know if if you work with someone who doesn't take the patience to understand what you do and starts dishing out advice for me at least that's not the right partner and uh, yeah unfortunately i've i've seen this um, a few times during during the discussions we had we were very fortunate to find in the fund that we have a partner who is uh, you know not only putting in the time to to understand and and work with us but really really working basically alongside with us to to put into practice what we what we planned and yeah hopefully this will will continue but yeah this is this is i think very very the important key. to also key, select the, the vc not just let the vc select you indeed uh, do you think also that it's important to come only with the let's say the investment part or what other other type of resources that the new investor should uh, bring uh, in, in in the company because uh, many of the of the founders are looking uh, of course for the resources i mean for the financial resources and they uh, skip uh i think from my opinion the part that um, an investor should come also to with complementary skills as we said uh, about you the founders to grow the company no i mean if you look at the market now uh, i think mm -hmm. there's more money than opportunities so if you have a startup that uh, is attractive you will we will find more investors than, than than you need to to invest if you have i don't know five ten discussions and nothing comes out of it it means something is not right with the way you present the company or with what you are building unfortunately there is no product market fit or i don't know the team is not being presented properly there's there's something wrong if in you know between five and ten pitches they all politely decline to go forward um so you know if you are in the fortunate position to to have the right uh, startup and have multiple vcs interested then i think yeah you you have a choice and then it's very important to choose uh, the investors that can help you after because the money you you can get it but to to understand what what is next for your development and who is the investor who can help you get there and you know how they help it can be contacts it can be um, i don't know e e easy access to capital in case you need it that's also something um, you know in case your 
your uh, acceleration is so fast that you will not even have time to make the next round quickly. If you have a VC that's more flexible and can can put in the money, that's that's something important. Um, you know what what people they have on the team that complement the skills that that you have, or they can help you with the board of advisors that can uh, also contribute to, to what's on the team. I think that's more important than the money. If if you if you're in the right startup, the money will come, but uh, the other stuff is is much more important. Very very insightful advice, uh, Adriano, indeed. Because uh, my next question is really, what do you think that um, in the Romanian market? Why do you think in the Romanian market is not a VC? that is fully, fully uh, only onto fintechs. Because there are lots of VCs, as you said, there is lots of money available for investments, but not the VC which is specialized on fintechs. Why do you think that is still missing here? I think it's it's still too early for that. I mean, if you look, what, five years ago, four years ago, we did not have any local VCs. The ones we have are all in the in the last few years. So to go from from zero VCs to sector VCs, I think it takes a bit longer. Um, it's also maybe limiting the possibility to find uh, startups to invest in. I mean, I agree. There's uh, a growing ecosystem, and you know the the members of our, our association show this. There's some really cool ideas and some really great companies with with a lot of potential being built in Romania, and I, I'm sure there's more coming. So, yeah, maybe, maybe this is actually an opportunity in the next, uh, I don't know, one year, two years to have a VC focused on, on fintechs coming out of Romania. Um, until now, I think it was too, too early, but maybe this is the next step. And um, as for the main partners of fintechs, is, uh, the, bank, the banking players, what do you forecast in, in this relationship? How do you see the... Uh, the evolution of the, um, let's say, um, fintechs on the one side and banking players on the one side. Where do you see that it's going forward? Uh, because so far, um, so far we have two examples, like Banca Transylvania and um, Raiffeisen Bank in this case, which are having their own investments in in fintechs and they are trying to 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 grow there. But for the rest of the players, I, I, I haven't seen at least uh, such initiatives. Do you think that uh, there will be more onto that uh, where the next VC will come directly from, from such a banking player? I think Becere, they also have this Innovix. Uh, so they're also involved in, Correct. in this area. Uh, and then Visa, of course, they have the Visa Innovation Program, which targets also Romania. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of investment, um, I think, yeah, having banks as part of acceleration programs is very important, especially for a particular type of fintechs that build products that complement uh, what banks do or, or make their processes easier, more digital, uh, this, kind of, this kind of area. Uh, for banks, for sure, it makes a lot of sense to partner with fintechs. I mean, they can, you know, for for relatively easy uh, or let's say uh, 
not so much of an investment they can really offer some uh, some cool features for their clients or they can solve a problem internally that they have which is not necessarily seen by customers but for the internal processes of the bank they can save a lot of money um so yeah i think you know three big banks already involved i think is is a good start um i think there's a there's a few other banks which uh, are you know seen as innovative in the market and maybe in the next few years they will also get involved uh, visa and mastercard are there uh, to to also join so yeah th there is there is good support from the financial sector i think maybe also some of the the consumer loans or non uh, non banking financial institutions uh, could also join uh, there's there's some relatively you know big ones in, active in romania who could benefit from partnering with with fintechs and for sure this will help develop the sector in the next few years true and i think uh, the one that everybody is looking uh, so far are actually the ones are two directions uh, because uh, even if in the eastern european market uh, the psd uh, two hasn't been a real fly um, so far uh, but also uh, there is another let's say situation that must be solved uh, uh, the level of intermediation which is very very low for uh, for a country like uh, at our level and i think that there are i fully agree with you there are a couple of uh, companies that are uh, taking this position and most probably from this perspective uh, we will see a new hit on, on that but coming back uh, to 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 romanian fintech association in in this case uh, what do you think that should be the next steps uh, in or the, the new objectives uh, for for our association in in order to create more more possibilities of partnering between the fintechs and the financial players what would be your advice for us i think especially this year uh, we are more visible and i think uh, you guys are doing a good job of you know making the association uh, work more together i think that's that's really important to have opportunities for the members to meet and discuss ideas i think we are all kind of tackling the same problems on our own and then when we meet we realize we're not really alone in 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 suffering uh, there's others who are trying to have the to solve the same problems and even better if someone already solved it and you just get a nice advice that's that's you know gold for for a business um i think maybe getting involved in in one of the acceleration programs um if if that's a that's an option would be good again for mm -hmm. the benefits of uh getting the association visible um i think also the discussions with authorities and and helping members understand you know regulations in place and how this impacts or how this helps us I think this talk about EU funds that we had a, when was it last week or a couple of weeks ago yes. was really interesting. And so those kinds of discussions. And I mean, this is the difficult part uh, to to try to promote new legislation that would help the sector. Um, 
I think, yeah, we, we also had some initiatives in this. It's not easy. And we I don't think we should get discouraged if it doesn't work from, from the first step. But uh, this is a long-term process. And if, for example, the central bank or the ACFE, uh, they see us as a source of, I don't know, consultation whenever they want to do something, that's already a really big, big step. Um, yes. Yes. So, because many uh, times, yeah, yeah. Many times, indeed, uh, some of the opportunities are missed uh, only uh, by not being present uh, when they are launched. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what uh, what really happened that, uh, in the last year, and especially at the beginning of uh, of this year, that indeed the association has been invited. Uh, both by uh, National Bank of Romania, but also by the Financial Supervision Authority in trying to find solution, to finding solution uh, to a couple of, uh, of uh, situations that Romania is facing now. And indeed, um, I think that this is, uh, this is the path to, to follow yeah. because uh, most probably in the next few years, we'll have more players in the market, more members, of course, more supporting partners also but uh, nevertheless uh, the authorities should be uh, as supporting partners for us and we should be actually supporting partners for for authorities otherwise uh, this relationship uh, is missing a couple of uh, of the players i mean maybe the most important ones yeah if you uh, look at if you look at yes. other sectors the, these kind of associations are involved when there's new legislation coming out not necessarily drafting the legislation but kind of trying to point the the risks or the 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 parts which are you know impacting in a way that maybe the authorities don't realize when they draft the legislation um and yeah in our case maybe there's not that many uh, that that directly impact fintech uh, but i think as we go forward as the economy goes more digital there will be more and more and yeah we we, we could be i mean for sure we have the the kind of the the people in the team and in the association to to understand the impact of that legislation and, and give some input true and also we shouldn't forget that uh, technology being involved, not all the time the legislation that is made for uh, for a certain area is perfect unless you are consulting the guys which are acting on, <laughs> on it uh, because they already have, uh, have seen uh, the possible uh, solutions. They already uh, have solved uh, some other uh, some other uh, type of issues that uh, they were confronted uh, in their previous uh, experience so on and so forth. But yeah. uh, indeed, uh, this is the, the path to, to follow. Adrian, as uh, we are very close to, to ending uh, this uh, new episode, uh, I have to say that uh, I am really honored to, to, to have this, uh, this uh, interview with you. But um, what I would like to, to ask you from your personal side, uh, being so well, you know, all the time running this business, uh, most probably you are involved also in other types of, uh, of, uh, 
of investments because uh, with your um, uh, experience, uh, um, I would love to have a mentor like you in, in, in my company if I would have one. How do you, uh, how do you, uh, how do you actually do to, to, let's say, to take you out from, from the whole business environment and, uh, you know, uh, make a little bit uh, recharging your batteries. How do you how do you do in your spare times that remains to you in order to disconnect from from the the, the whole business? As a piece of advice uh, for our uh, most uh, let's say uh, very courageous uh, founders, which are already saying that I am ready to put twenty four hours from my life into this business. I I I am doing everything for it. But we know that this is really actually not very feasible. Well, first, thank you for the kind words. Uh, it was a pleasure also for me to to speak to you. Um, in in my free time over the last three four years, I discovered uh, golf, and wow. I, I try to spend yeah as much time as possible playing golf. Uh, Unfortunately, in Romania, we don't have that many uh, golf courses, especially around Bucharest. But uh, there are a few close by in, in Bulgaria, which, uh, you know, it's on the seaside, really nice locations. And uh, there's a couple golf courses being built now uh, close to Bucharest. So this will be a sport which in the next, I think, five years will will grow a lot. Uh, in Bucharest because we will have the the proper facilities to to learn it and to play it. Um, I also really interesting news. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's it's actually uh, quite big investments made by international companies. Uh, both golf courses. One one is launching this year, and the other one most likely at the end of next year. Uh, it's already quite a, quite a big community of golfers. There's around, uh, I think, 2,000 golfers in, in Bucharest and in Romania. Uh, I don't know the number, but a few a few more thousand. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really nice sport. It's, it's relaxing in the sense that you are outside in nature and, you know, it's usually quiet and you can, you can relax. But at the same time, it's very challenging. It's one of the most challenging... Uh, sports um to to get right <laughs> uh, so it can be it can be frustrating if it if it doesn't work me i like this part i like this challenge where you know it it, it takes my mind off other challenges but it's still not you know boring and disconnected know, rep repetitive <laughs> yeah so uh yeah, this is so you brought doing. you you brought us news also in this area that really <laughs> they are really really wonderful. I I have to say, uh, I I have been participating to to a golf uh, to to a golf stage a few years ago. I mean seven eight years ago mm. in Bulgaria. Actually, I was invited and I really loved the premises there. Yeah. Yeah, I do not recall the name, but uh, due to the fact that they are having the high shore over Black Sea, I think that uh, really gives the beauty of the place into it. And why not if they close in Bucharest? Wow, <laughs> this is quite the news. Yeah. I have to and say. even now, if you want to, if you want to play, I actually made a little investment in an indoor golf facility. 
where oh. you can uh, you can actually learn to play and even play indoor so there's indoor. Uh, there's a yeah it's a simulator you you hit the ball exactly like you hit outside mm -hmm. and then on on a on a projection screen you see you see how it would have uh, happened if you were outside it's it's actually quite good fun it's uh, it's a nice activity <laughs> nice. with you know nice. the community with friends yep maybe we should uh, we should do one of our next uh, gathering with the uh, fintech association members over there yeah and maybe yeah, sure. in, in we actually have we have a really nice program for like beginner golfers where where they don't have any experience it, it lasts i think two and a half three hours where they you know they they try to make the first swings and then you can have a a beer or some wine and i don't know eat something it's it's a nice activity for like a team building let's say very very nice indeed adrian thanks again it was a great pleasure of having you with us Thanks for taking your time to share your ideas uh, about how to grow such a big company like Fargo today. We hope that we will see each other during this year also with other wonderful news about Fargo and not only. Many thanks once again. Yeah, thank you also. It was a pleasure.